Welcome to the Vetiver Vibes podcast. We're your hosts, Nikki, Rachel, and Rhonda, certified clinical aromatherapists coming to you from Ontario, Canada, and on the internet everywhere. This episode is brought to you by Accentria, a leading online school for aromatherapy. Accentria is your go-to source for clinical aromatherapy certification programs that are recognized by NAHA and the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists. If you want to learn more about Aroma Massage Course, check out their website, www.schoolofaccentria.com. We're excited that you've given your time to be here with us, knowing you'll get the best essential oil scoop. Hello, I'm Rhonda Greenbury, one of the co-founders of Accentria, and I'm here joining you today to talk about carrier oils. So if you've heard of carrier oils before, you've probably heard about them as something to dilute your essential oils with. And this is a really good idea. We practice this a lot in aromatherapy. We don't typically do neat use. I'm not going to say we never do it. We don't like to say never here in Accentria, but with carrier oils, you're going to get more effective use of the essential oil than you will without. So essentially, I think there was uh, some of the aromatherapy experts, they suggest that it was like 95 or 99% of the essential oil used neat evaporates because essential oils are volatile where when you use a carrier oil, your body only, or the, the blend only loses about 5%. So you actually absorb 95% of the oil. So that's why it's more effective to use the carrier oil. So just to backtrack a little bit, if you're new to essential oils, you've probably heard you should dilute them. And if you've seen all the buzz in the essential oil aromatherapy, industry, often people say you should use coconut oil. Okay. And coconut oil is great, but what some of the companies or the, a lot of the big buzz is missing is that carrier oils have their own benefits. When we look at blending and aromatherapy, we look at the whole blend. So it's not just let's find the benefits of the oil and then to make it safe, we'll dilute it with whatever carrier oil. We look at the entire blend and go, what can this carrier oil do for the issues you're having? So this is actually a very different way to look at aromatherapy, right? Most people probably don't know that carrier oils have benefits when used top topically. So just to introduce you a little bit, carrier oils are typically vegetable-based or cold-pressed organic oils. They normally come from vegetables, but they can also come from fruits like apricot is also an essential oil. Grapeseed is also an essential oil. They can also, or not essential, a carrier oil, my apology. <laughs> um, you can also look at sunflower seed uh, carrier oil as well. So it can actually come from flowers as well. And then there are a few sort of processed oils as well. We know when we look at coconut oil, you can get coconut oil, like the solid, sort of chunky. When it's cold, it's like sort of solid. And when it warms up, it liquefies. You can also look at the fractionated coconut oil, which remains liquid because they've removed uh, the medium chain triglycerides, I think is how you say it. So some of the fatty acids so that it would remain in the liquid state. Um, the benefits are still there for both the liquid and the solid 
coconut oils. So it almost doesn't matter which one you use unless you care that it's a solid coconut oil. Um, and the solid coconut oil smells more like coconut where typically a cosmetic grade fractionated coconut oil will have no scent. And both oils are not are non-staining and they have a long shelf life. So these are some of the things that we look at as aromatherapists. But what we want you to learn today on this podcast um, or in this YouTube video, however you're joining us, is what's the best tips that we can give you to get you started. So my biggest tip is if you don't know how to dilute the essential oils yet, learn how to dilute them. So go back to our website. We've got a dozen dilution charts by um, dilution rates, by age, by parts of your body, like dermal um, maximums based on where it is on your body. Uh, we also have free safety labels. And then we also offer, I think it's like 77 essential oil profiles on the safety labels. So you can know all of the um, contra indications and all of the safety requirements for each essential oil without having to invest a lot of money into a book. Um, and it might save you a trip to an aromatherapist, but we still highly recommend them because sometimes for specific health conditions, you're going to get more bang for your buck. <laughs> you're going to get more benefit for your dollar than spending tons of money on unaccredited resources. And, you know, Google, not always our best friend, great resource, but you know, from a health perspective, maybe not the the best resource. And if you're going to invest in yourself, then then buy yourself real knowledge, right? Just to kind of get back to carrier oils. Carrier oils are meant to carry the actual essential oil in the body. That's kind of why it's called a carrier oil. Um, so it's designed to pick up the essential oil and then take it where your body needs it. Um, however, when you're blending, your body or your intention don't always direct the oil where to go. Your body kind of is smart and decides what to do with it. But we do typically want to apply a blend where it's needed. So if we were, let's say, looking at a chest infection, okay? So you've got a bit of a cough. We're moving into cold and flu season here in Canada. Um, so this podcast was recorded in October <laughs> and typically you'll pick essential oils that can open your lungs and stuff, right. And reduce inflammation. Cause we tend to have inflammatory reactions in our, in our, um, in our breathing parts of our bodies, right. <laughs> I'm stumbling on words here cause I'm on a podcast. I do know how to talk, but anyways, <laughs> um, so what you would do is you would want to pick an, a carrier oil that will assist that. And so you might look at specific things. You might look at sort of the, um, the more obvious thing, like I don't want it to stain my clothes. So I might want to do a non-staining with essential oil or carrier oil, right? You might also look at it from the perspective of, I kind of want it to stick around a bit more because some oils, they do kind of stay on a bit longer, like the carrier oils and some absorb really fast, like they penetrate in the skin quickly, right? So that might make a difference. And then you want to look at the benefits of the carrier oils. So one of the carrier oils that I would suggest for a chest infection would actually be olive oil because olive oil has anti-inflammatory bodies in it. Um, it's very soothing to use in like a chest rub and it's easy. 
Most of us have it. Um, if you're not familiar with shopping cosmetic grade oils yet, that's okay. Um, your kitchen is a resourceful place. The only thing I'm going to suggest is that it's cold pressed and organic. So yeah, you can kind of cheat the aromatherapy carrier oil system and go down your local uh, grocery aisles. Just make sure it's organic and cold pressed. And then you're getting almost the same type of carrier oil. Cosmetics, a little sort of like a higher grade. There's a little bit more effort to keep it a cleaner product and, and reduce some of the scents and stuff, right? Where food is designed to have flavor. And so it's manufactured slightly different, um, but it is still very healthy to put on your body. So if you already have a cold pressed organic olive oil in your cupboard and you develop a cough this cold and flu season, feel free to just grab it from your, your pantry. Um, you do want to make sure it's clean though. So make sure, but I think most of us keep our, we hope we keep it all clean. <laughs> I want to look a little bit more. I'm going to talk sort of briefly about some of the essential oils. We're not going to get into too much detail because you have access to our free introduction to aromatherapy course. We also, in our clinical aromatherapy course, we cover a lot of details about carrier oil. So your clinical aromatherapist is usually your best resource. Uh, but also if you're on our Instagram or our Facebook pages, we post about carrier oils every single week. So you can find any number of profiles listed there with a few of the benefits there. Most of the time when aromatherapists talk about carrier oils, they are talking about the skin benefits. So they don't get too much into the health benefits, uh, but there are health benefits there. So we try to cover that a bit more in our course. <laughs> So I'm going to talk to you a bit today about jojoba oil. So it's actually spelled jojoba. Um, it took me a while to figure out that it's pronounced jojoba. I'm dyslexic, so I, I tend to enunciate words. Um, I'm really like a phonetic person when it comes to language. Chaos forever was chaos until I figured out it was chaos. So <laughs> jojoba oil is, it's actually really neat. Um, this particular carrier oil is actually, it's a wax. So it's not really a carrier oil, um, but today we're going to cover carrier oils. We're not going to get into macerated or infused oils or any other waxes or butters. That's a whole other area of aromatherapy. And our, we've got entire lessons in our courses um, designed to cover some of that. And um, who knows, maybe in the future, we'll make a podcast where we kind of touch a bit more on some of that stuff, right? Uh, but you can always find recipes. We've got free guides. Like we got, if you haven't been on our website, please go there because we've got so much free stuff. <laughs> so jojoba oil is ideal for aging skin. So, I mean, we're all getting older. Um, I know I'm in my forties. I'm getting sort of those crow's eyes. What are they? The crow's feet next to your eyes, not crow's eyes, uh, crow's feet, you know, the little, the little lines or your smile lines. Cause I'm old enough now that I have lines from that. <laughs> So jojoba is a great oil. Um, it doesn't really have any scent. It is non-staining and it does have one of the longest shelf lives, usually approximately two years, um, which is very similar to coconut oil, except it doesn't have the coconut um, scent to it for in, depending on the coconut oil you use. It's also an alternative for people who are reacting to coconut. Sometimes when we overuse things, like the industry oversells us on specific things, 
we tend to overuse it. So now you can find coconut and everything and people have started to develop a little bit of intolerances or problems with it, right? And coconut oil is actually slightly drying. Um, people don't know this, but when you put it in your hair, it can actually dry out your hair. But if you, and, and usually the fractionated coconut is more likely to dry out than the um, solid oil because the solid oil has all of the fatty acids in it. So back to jojoba oil. Jojoba oil is also good for acne prone skin. So if you're, you know, a teenager, a pregnant mama, or you're a woman, you know, menopause, <laughs> sometimes those are the times in our lives when we get acne. And so jojoba can really help with acne. One of the ways I like to use it for acne prone skin is to use it actually as an oil cleansing wash. So you take the oil and you actually rub it into your skin and then you add water and it helps the oil penetrate deeper. And because the oil is penetrating deeper, it's actually cleansing the skin without stripping it of all of its natural oils and supporting its healing with using the jojoba oil. And you, and you, I wouldn't even add an essential oil to that if I was going to use it on my face because you, you don't really need essential oils on your face, right? So the uh, carrier oils are so beneficial. I mean, it, I think it's, if you do add it to your face, I would still keep it around 0.5%. So, um, but even then probably only a rose and that's an expensive oil. So if you don't want to fork out the money for rose, you can just get away with the whole oil. This break is brought to you by Essentia Aromatherapy School leading online school of aromatherapy. If you want to use aromatherapy safely with your family, check out the Foundations of Aromatherapy course. Empower yourself with trusted education. Go to www.schoolofessentia.com. Uh, sweet almond. So this is actually very different from bitter almond. In some countries, bitter almond is actually banned. Um, it can be illegal. I'm not sure where. <laughs> Uh, but I have read about this in the past. So sweet almond is not for everybody. If you have a tree nut allergy, you're going to react to sweet almond carrot oil. So you need to avoid it. If you, they also say that um, sweet almond is sort of the closest to our natural skin oils. So sometimes if there's not really a nut allergy or allergies in general in the family, it's probably a great idea to use it with babies. So if you're, if you're really interested in using aromatherapy with babies, we suggest starting with carrier oils instead of essential oils, right? I mean, I, when I had my second born son back in 2008, now he's 14, taller than me, <laughs> he's huge. Uh, I went to a baby massage course and um, in this particular course, they had us using grapeseed oil which if you've ever used grapeseed oil, it kind of slides, it's like silky. It's actually very lovely. Um, and that, I think that was primarily because they were trying to protect people from the allergy risk of almonds. Also in 2008, they were trying to protect babies from a lot of allergy things. So we weren't supposed to be exposing our babies to like peanuts and shellfish and honey. And I think now we expose them to almost all those things again. So the science is always changing. But sweet almond is actually the closest to our natural body oils. So if you're not worried that there's a risk, or you've already done allergy testing and you know you're not allergic to a sweet almond or your baby's not, this would be a great oil for that. It would be a great oil for healing. Um, it's also ideal for inflammation. So you know how I was talking about inflammation, like if you had that chest rub, um, you could use sweet almond oils. So that would be perfect, right? 
We also get inflammation from things like hives. Um, I'm very familiar with hives. I'm really very familiar with carry oils to help with my skin recovery after I've gotten over hives. Um, so I could probably give you a few tips on that too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sweet almond, it's ideal for inflammation and it's very soothing and nourishing to the skin. So when we're using essential oils, because they're volatile, they are kind of drying. So when, you, when you're looking at an inflammatory issue, you would be better off, especially if it's a skin inflammation like hives, right? Or you're having some kind of dermatitis or dermal reaction to something, avoid the essential oil altogether and just use a carrier oil. And, and sweet almond would be a great oil for that if you're not allergic to sweet almond. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you kind of the more, the best replicate to, to um, substitute that. So if you do have that almond oil uh, or tree nut allergy, we also have apricot oil. So apricot, it's called apricot kernel oil or just apricot carrier oil. It depends on what the supplier wants to call it, right? Um, all of your carrier oils, similar to essential oils, if, when you're looking at the best place to buy it or the most reputable cosmetic supplier, we'll call it. Um, and we call it cosmetic, not because aromatherapy is a makeup. It's just that um, cosmetic grade means that it's meant to be applied topically versus like ingested in your food. So, and, and that's, that's an important distinction because some oils are kind of filtered down more to have less coloring and to have a longer shelf life, right? So they're just manufactured slightly differently. So apricot kernel essential oil or carrier oil, <laughs> it offers similar benefits to almond. So if you have that sweet almond allergy, this is a perfect substitute for it. It's a very light oil. It's ideal for skin salves right? So when you're looking at sort of those butters and sort of lotion-like mixes or a serum that you're making for your skin, apricot's a great carry oil for that. Um, there is some authors who have suggested that apricot kernel carrier oil is helpful for cancer patients. We don't really like to get into cancer talk too much here at Ascentria. We're, we are not oncologists. We haven't studied cancer um, and we truly believe and support in staying within your scope, you know, as sometimes, as I say, like stay in your lane. Um, if we ever develop and, and study more on that, we're happy to share, but it, cancer is a more serious thing. So, but we think it's helpful sometimes to share that there's sort of that hypothesis there because understanding that medical sciences are there for aromatherapy is important. So while we're not suggesting that you should be using this in any, and we're not suggesting any kind of cancer treatment ever. Um, there, it's interesting that they are studying it and that it's helpful. How it helps, we don't know. I think it was just a brief kind of conversation about it, but I would just say, when we look at apricot from an aromatherapy perspective, its benefits are, it's light, it's great for topical use, and it's, the one of the best substitutes for almond, sweet almond carrier oil. Now, I think we've all heard of avocado oil. <laughs> so interestingly, avocado oil does not come from that big seed in the middle of the avocado plant. It actually comes from the flesh of the fruit. 
um because avocados are actually a fruit although i think some of us believe that they're vegetables um i forget that often <laughs> so cooking oils are almost always from the flesh but um cosmetic grade carrier oils can be pressed from that large seed pit it's almost like a nut but it's not a nut it's a seed and so your cooking oils will be much darker green where something pressed from the seed will have like sort of a more yellowy greeny hue so it'll be a little bit lighter uh, both are, are great quality there's there's definitely benefits from using the oil from the flesh but when you're using it from the flesh you're getting more of that flavor and coloring in it for cooking where when you're using it for um, topical purposes the cosmetic grade is probably the best type of avocado oil to get. While you could still go to your kitchen, like we said earlier, to your pantry and grab the avocado oil, you might do better with a cosmetic grade or you might appreciate avocado as a cosmetic grade um, carrier oil. So I would say try both if you have the opportunity to do that and then make your own decision, right? Um, avocado oil is great for sensitive skin and damaged skin. So, I mean, most younger children and babies already have sensitive skin because they don't have sort of those, those deeper dermal layers like we do. They don't have skin built up, they're thinner skin. Um, and some of the older elderly populations do, uh, but also damaged skin, right? So we could be looking again at our sort of acne recovery or recovery from hives or so there's lots of things. Um, you could even be recovering from something like a sunburn. We always recommend that if you got a sunburn or a chem or a, a fire burn or a chemical burn, usually we don't recommend essential oils for those. Um, well, a fire burn, maybe lavender, but uh, generally we try to avoid essential oils with those types of burns because they, they're so drying. We're trying to nourish the skin and we want you to heal with the carrier oils first. You can use, once your skin sort of heals more, you could always work with an aromatherapist and see when you could use an essential oil. So grapeseed essential oil. So I, I touched on this earlier when I was talking about baby massage courses. So, uh, so grapeseed oil, it's cold pressed from the actual seeds. So hopefully everybody knows that grapes naturally have seeds in them. We might not because we tend to go to the grocery store and buy them without seeds because we like to eat them without them. <laughs> uh, but it is made from the grape seeds. It can help with skin collagen. So if you're somebody who's taking collagen as a supplement, uh, collagen can help with things like your hair growth. It can make your nails stronger. Uh, collagen can help your skin heal. So if you have conditions, any type of dermatitis type or genetic um, disorders that cause skin problems, then uh, I think psoriasis would be a great example, potentially, then grapeseed is probably a great oil to help with that healing because it can help with your own natural skin collagen. Um, it's also very light. It's silky. So when you use it, it's, it's, uh, it's very, it feels lovely. It does. Uh, the kitchen grade so the organic cold press but found in your grocery aisle is a little bit heavier so it does have a slightly more like oiliness to it they're both oily uh, but the cosmetic grade I find is is just slightly lighter less oily scent it's it's 
it's a subtle difference. It's not enough that I think it matters if you buy one over the other. Um, so again, like if you're you're just looking for a quick fix on a carrier oil, you know, go go check out your pantry. It's got great skin penetrating features. So this is really beneficial because when you put something on your skin, if it's not penetrating the skin as effectively or you want it to work fast to address an issue that's there, especially if you've got sort of something like a rash or something growing on your skin, this might be better because it's going to penetrate those layers of skin and be more effective. Um, but it also might work faster to treat your conditions that we're using it internally for, right? So you could look at it from a UTI perspective. We don't recommend drinking the essential oils to treat a UTI unless you're working with an aromatic medicine practitioner. We don't currently teach about aromatic medicine. Uh, so we would say for a UTI, you would want to use it topically on your lower abdomen. So as close to where you're having the issue as possible. And a, a skin penetrating carry oil will assist. So I would, I would try the grapeseed oil as an aromatherapist for that type of issue. I would also use it for um, arthritic and muscle pains because your, especially arthritic and joint, like those are very deep. It is hard, harder to treat them and, and manage those kind of pain and discomforts. So a deeper penetrating carrier oil might be more effective in getting the essential oil to the spot that you need it at. Keep in mind that when you have sort of chronic pain conditions or arthritis and things like that, your body is going to very quickly metabolize something natural like aromatherapy. So you're going to have to go back and treat more often than you would with a pharmaceutical because pharmaceutical medications are designed to stick around in our bodies. Uh, aromatherapy and natural products are designed to be metabolized quick because they're pretty natural. Our body knows what to do with it. And it uses up right away for all the things we need. Our body's smart. I'll just take it exactly where it needs to go. So you'll probably get some pain relief, but then you might be surprised in two hours that you're feeling the pain again. It's not that aromatherapy didn't work. It's that it was so effective. Your body needs it again. <laughs> um, olive oil. So we talked a little bit about olive oil. Olive oil actually contains some of the compounds already found in your skin naturally. So this is really fun because if you're still looking at sort of those babies and child uses, you might want to stick to olive oil. It's an ideal oil for its protective properties and its lubricating benefits. It can protect the skin by sort of creating like a bit of a barrier, which is nice because when you have it on the flip side, when you have grapeseed that penetrates quickly, that topical oil is going to be gone quickly too. Uh, where if you have something that kind of pro provides that protective layer, it will help keep the skin lubricated a bit longer. And so when you have dry skin or drying conditions, or even if you're blending with essential oils that tend to be a little bit more drying because they're either high in um, phenolic compounds or aldehyde compounds, then you might benefit better from a, something that's more lubricating and protective and, and slower absorption versus something that will penetrate the skin fast. So I hope that kind of makes sense. Um, if it doesn't, I mean, reach out to us 
we're, we're always happy to answer questions, but we do really strongly encourage you just check out like our social media pages and stuff. There's lots of info there. Uh, we do, we do have lots of students who have graduated our school. Uh, so we, you can find any help for aromatherapy from any clinical aromatherapist, uh, which would be one of our Accentria graduates. And we're all clinical aromatherapists too. So we can sometimes answer those questions too, but usually if you're looking for help, you're going to need like a full health history. So just keep that in mind that we may not provide um, health advice in an email, but we might recommend a great place for you to get aromatherapy services. And last, I'm just going to talk a little bit about sunflower oils. So this is just a really short list of carrier oils and some of the things that they can do for you and their benefits. Uh, it's not an all-encompassing list. There's probably a hundred carrier oils or more out there. We don't even teach a hundred of them. We just teach um, just a little bit more than enough needed to get becoming a clinical aromatherapist. So we teach you what we think are best for your practice. So, but you can learn so much more. So don't, don't just cap it here. Like if you're still curious or there's a carrier oil that you're using, um, look out for our carrier oil posts. You might learn more from any of those posts that we put up every week. So sunflower oil contains nutrients that protect the skin and the oil from oxidizing earlier than some carrier oils. So this is really great to understand uh, because essential oils and carrier oils can oxidize, which means that it's sort of compromised or it's sort of gone bad. So those protective features are very important. So if you're making a blend that you expect to last a little bit longer, you would stick to your sort of your coconut oil, your jojoba oil for the long shelf life. You might add sunflower oil to help prevent it from oxidizing, especially if you're using an essential oil that's known to oxidize fast. Like when we look at myrrh, I think myrrh, you open it and two weeks later, it's already oxidizing in the bottle and you've barely done anything with it, right? So you might want to use sunflower oil to sort of slow down that oxidizing feature of the essential oils. So, and that that's really... If that's not a huge tip on how aromatherapists think about blending, um, so it's not even just all of the health benefits, but there's actually a little bit of chemistry and thought that goes into what how a blend works and the essential oils work. And so, you know, carry oils, they have their benefits beyond like their health benefits, but they have their benefits beyond that. They have their benefits to preserve things. They have their benefits are in our topical uses. Uh, and we've got much more health benefits listed in our course. Anyways, if you wanted to learn more about the carry oils, we actually have a lovely blog on our website. So you can head over to our blogs and check it out there. Thanks for joining me. Take care. This episode was brought to you by Essentria, a leading online aromatherapy school. You can join the free introduction to essential oil course at www.schoolofessentria.com. If you love this episode or you got a lot of value out of it, please make sure you share it with someone in your community who you think will enjoy it too. If you haven't already subscribed or reviewed the show yet, please go over to your preferred streaming platform and hit subscribe, then leave a review. This is the best way to help support us and we appreciate it. Email us with a screenshot of your review and you will be entered into our monthly draw for a free mini course. This podcast is for information purposes only. We are certified clinical aromatherapists and holistic health professionals. If you have a medication concern, please refer to your health team. Everyone's health is unique to themselves. 
so the topics and suggestions stated may or may not apply to you directly. 